0: Somebody messaged me and told me to add the music back to the episodes. So I'm going to add the music back. And if you don't like it, just skip over it because I like the music. It seems like people like the music. So I'm going to add it back, y'all. I'm going to add it back. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. So tonight is going to be a story time. It's going to be about how my ex tried to do sex magic and blood magic on me to keep me in a relationship. Now, if if you've watched my TikTok video about this, this is the full story. I had to shorten it for TikTok, but I'm going to tell y'all the full story. So it all started with me moving to Miami to be in a relationship with her, right? And this is for my new people because I have a lot of new people on here. Um, I moved to Miami to be with this girl, right? And I had to move in her mother's house with her because my apartment wasn't ready for me to move, you know, so I could stay there. Because I like to have my own space and my own stuff. But my apartment wasn't ready yet. So... I had to live, you know, with her her and her mom, and her mom was doing some weird stuff. Like, her mom had her move home, because originally the girl lived in D.C., and she was like, well, move back home to Miami and move in the house with me, because she had, she was getting divorced from her husband. Basically, she couldn't pay her bills, so she needed her to come help her pay bills in her house, I guess. So when I moved, she had me helping pay and all kind of crazy stuff. You'll have to listen to my other episodes to hear about that. But I was staying there and her mom started doing real weird stuff, y'all. Like we'll go on dates and her mama would go with us and she would feel a type of way when she was excluded from things. Like we were supposed to go to the drive-in one night um, just to go to the movies because I had never been to the drive-in before. And her mama was like, when we going to the movies tonight? And I'm like, what? What you mean, when are we going to the movies? Like, girl, you was not invited. Like, her mama would include herself in our plans, and she would always, like, somehow end up going with us. And my girlfriend would never tell her ass no. She would never tell her no. She would always be in our business. Like, it was just, it was too much like her mama, if we was out, her mama would call her phone multiple times throughout the day. Like I remember on my birthday one time, she was still calling her phone, asking her, "Oh well, when y'all get home, you know, you are gonna have to do this and do that." And why? Why are you calling her? Like, it got to a point where she would be out with me, and her mama would just call me, "When you coming back? When you coming back? When you coming back?" Like, it's just, it was crazy. So, eventually, it drove a wedge in our relationship, and I started to see, like, I started to see different things. She got mad at me because I wasn't kissing her mom ass, and her mom would say stuff and disrespect me, and just just be a bitch, basically. And so, she started doing other things. Like, my girlfriend started cheating on me. She started going out to her car and getting in the car and leaving for two and three hours and never tell me where she was going. If we got into it and she was mad at me, she wouldn't talk to me for two and three days at a time. She wouldn't answer none of my phone calls. She wouldn't text me back nothing. Like she would just be fucking mean and do weird shit. And it's like, I know you're being sneaky. Like I would go out to the car. She'd be on the phone with other bitches and just, she turned into something different. It really was a narcissistic relationship because at the beginning it was green flags, but the, but the the flags turned red as I got closer to her and as things progressed. So anyways, it got to a point where finally I moved out of the house, out of her mother's home. And I moved into my own apartment, which was about 20 minutes away from her mom's house. And I was fed up. I was fed up with her mom and I was fed up with dealing with sharing her with her mother because she just constantly is acting like she's your bitch and she's not, you know? And so I told her I said, "Listen, I got my apartment now. If you want to come over and hang out with me, you can. If you want to do stuff with me, you come over here and we can do it and we can do whatever we want to do." go on dates or whatever, or you can spend the night or whatever you want to do, but I'm not going back to your mama's house. I don't want to do that. I'm not doing that. So every time she'll come over, she would be like, are you sure you don't want to come over moms? Are you sure you don't want to do this? Are you sure you don't want to do that? And I'm like, no, I told you, like, why do you keep asking me? No. And her brother, her brother had five kids. So anytime he didn't feel like being bothered with his kids, he would just drop them off over there. Like, He would come pull in the driveway. The kids would jump out the car and come in the house and he would just leave. And there was times where her mama would go out of town and he would just leave them with us. So now we in the house with five kids. And not only we about to figure out what we going to eat, we got to figure out what all five of these kids is about to eat. Like, this is crazy. And I was like, I'm not going over there. Like, I don't feel like watching kids. I don't feel like doing stuff all the time. Like, if you want to see me, you can come over here with me. And so she was telling me how inconsiderate I was and how I was being a bitch and all these different things. And I didn't care because that's not my responsibility. As your girlfriend, I'm allowed to have my own life. We're not engaged. I'm allowed to have my own life right now. So I don't have to be over there. Now, this is where the story takes a turn. So if you don't believe in hoodoo and, and you are a diehard Christian and you have certain beliefs, then you might not want to listen to this because it's going to take a turn from here. So her mom ended up getting sick. Her mom was not, it wasn't like terminally ill or nothing like that, but she had an upper respiratory infection. And so she was just coughing, 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 and she was sick all day. And her mom was very dramatic. Like she's with the dramatics. And she had been spending the days over at my house. Like there was times where she would get off work. And she would just come over to my house and, like, spend days over there. Like, she would pack a bag and just come to my apartment and stay there because she didn't feel like being bothered with her mama's house. Like, and like for real. And I understand. So she would just stay with me. And her mom was like, oh, I'm sick. You know, I went to the doctor. They said I got an upper respiratory infection. And she just coughing, coughing, coughing and crying and, and talking about, I'm scared because, you know, I'm old and, <laughs> and whatever. So I was like... She's so full of shit. Like she is so full of shit. But whatever. And she's like, "Well, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna go home and see about mama, cause she 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 she's sick, and I'm scared, and I'm worried about her." And I'm like, "Okay, well, you know, if you gotta go, you know, do what you gotta do. Whatever you gotta do, go ahead, go ahead." And she was like, "Yeah, well, um, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna need your help." And I'm like, "Okay, what you gonna need?" what do you need me for? Like, she was like, can you make, can you make her a tea? Like, can you, can you put some herbs together and make her something so that she can feel better? Because I'm, I'm not going to say I'm an herbalist because I haven't even taken the courses or nothing like that, but I have learned and I've played around with herbs and teas and like all these different remedies and different things. And I like to do that. I like to learn about things and you know, that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, cause I know what to do. I was like, all right, so we're going to go to the herb shop and we're going to get some nettle. We're going to get some hibiscus flower and we're going to get some mullen leaf tea and we're going to get some lemons and some local honey. And I'm going to make her some tea and it's going to make her cough up the phlegm and the mucus that's in her throat and that's in her lungs and stuff. And she's going to get the cough and that stuff up and she should feel better. The more she drink it, she'll feel better. So I went over there. Now, mind you, keep this in mind. When I moved out of the house, her mama was texting her talking shit about me and saying shit like, oh, now that you with somebody, now that you got a girlfriend, you acting different and you family come first and blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'm like, what is she talking about? And she like, yeah, some of my towels is missing and my seasonings then came up missing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, first of all, first of all, anything that I took from over there is something that I bought. When I went to the store, when I used to cook over there, I would go to the store and I would get the type of seasonings that I like. And now I had to put them in her cabinet because I didn't have nowhere else to put them. So when it was time for me to move out, I took my seasonings that I bought with my money and left. Mind you, I never took none of her towels. I never took none of her towels out of her house. I have no reason to steal from you, bitch. I have no reason to steal from you. Like, what are you talking about? So... And I knew that. I had a feeling when I left and took the stuff that I bought that it was going to be a problem. So she would say little stuff like that, right? And she was like, yeah, she done took some of my towels. And I hope don't nobody else have my stuff. I hope um, some stuff is missing and I hope nobody has them. And I said, she trying to say that I took her towels. She trying to say that I took some stuff from her house. And, she, and my girlfriend was like, no, no, um." she wouldn't say nothing like that and she's not even talking about you she's not saying that she's not saying that I'm like bro yes she is she's literally that's why she said it to you she's literally saying oh I hope didn't nobody take my stuff and she's trying to say that I took it when she can open her motherfucking mouth like a grown-ass woman and call my phone and ask me did I take something from her house that's all she had to do so anyways she was like, please, can you make this tea for her? And can you make some, you know, make something for her and, and bring it over there? Cause I had just got a teapot and stuff from my auntie. My auntie had got me this teapot for Christmas. And, um, cause I really, really like making teas. So she had got me this glass teapot for Christmas. And, um, it it, ha- it comes with a strainer inside of it and everything, and it was so beautiful. I ended up losing it when I moved, but it was such a beautiful teapot. And um, I was like, okay, fine, because she kept begging me. She was like, I'm scared. My mama's sick, and she old, and I don't want nothing to happen to her. Like, can we please go get some stuff for her? And I said, okay, fine. So we went to the store. We got all the stuff right, and we went over to her mama's house. Mind you, I hadn't been at her mother's home in a few weeks. Like it had been, it maybe even been a month or two or three. I don't even know how long it was because I just wasn't going over there. And so finally we get over there and I make the teas and I was making, I made them back to back. So like I made her one and then I made her another one for the next day. And then I made a big batch of the teas and I put it in a pitcher and I put it in the refrigerator and I'm like, keep drinking these until you coughing and you not you can't cough nothing up no more. Like drink that until then. And then until you go back to the doctor. And so, um, she was like, okay. And y'all, she drank the teas and she started coughing y'all within the hour. Like the hour wasn't even over and she was already coughing and hacking and, and coughing shit up. And I'm like, see, I told y'all like this was going to work. And so she start feeling better or whatever. And she like, yeah, I really am. I'm coughing up cold and stuff. And and it's coming out. So I had ended up spending a night over there. I think I spent two nights over there and she came in the room one day while we was talking and she was like doing laundry. And she was like, I'm going to count my towels. I'm going to count my towels and see how many towels is in here. So I can know how many is in here. And I'm just like, bitch, after everything I just did for you, went to the store and bought this stuff. And came over here and made this shit for you. And you still worried about if I'm stealing some motherfucking towels? Bitch, fuck you. And I really felt that way. But I was raised not to disrespect my elders. I was raised not to disrespect old people. People that's 50 years old and up. You supposed to hold some type of respect for them. Especially if they somebody mama. That's just how I was raised. So that is ingrained in me. And I hate that it is. Because she deserves to be cussed the fuck out. Really, really bad. Like she did she needed that very, very badly. And so, anyways, I started to see different things. Like, um, her mama's face would like change sometimes. I remember I was talking to her from the kitchen and she was in the living room, but but the way their house is set up, you have to walk around a corner to get in the living room. So, like, we talking, but we're not looking at each other. So, I had walked from the kitchen to the living room, and the way her face looked was so fucking scary, y'all. Like, it looked like this bitch hated me. Like, she hated me. It almost looked like some shapeshift, shapeshifting-ass shit. Like, I'm very intuitive. I'm clairvoyant, clairsentient, all these things. So, like, I'm looking at her, and her face just changed. Like, it was it was really scary. If you have experienced it, then you know what I mean. But anyways, so that happened. And moving forward, I would go to the crystal shops. When I lived in Phoenix, I would go to the crystal shops and I would find the different crystals that that would resonate with me. And there's this really, really nice crystal shop. If you're in Phoenix, Arizona, it's called Fantasia Crystals. And it's so good. They have crystals for like 50 cents, $1, a dollar, a dollar 50. And you can get tumble stones and, and pieces of jewelry and stuff. They have Moldavite, but I'm scared of that. I ain't, I ain't ready for no Moldavite, but, um, I would, I would go to different crystal shops and I'm like, let me see if I can find me some crystals, like how I did when I was in Arizona. And so I took her with me one day. I took my girlfriend with me one day to the crystal shop and we had looked at, we looked at like some oils and the ancestor money and we found some crystals and we found some different sages and different stuff we want to use. And um, she wanted to do tarot cards. And I told her, I said, if you're going to start doing this, you don't need to jump straight into tarot. And she got upset with me. She definitely got upset with me for saying this. She's like, you're you're being discouraging and you're trying to discourage me. And I'm like, I'm not trying to stop you from doing this, but you need to start from the beginning because you have a lot of trauma and you have a lot of stuff going on in your past that you need to address first. You need to do some shadow work. You need to do some inner child healing. You need to do those different things before you start trying to do this, especially since you have a bloodline that's connected to it, but you're not familiar with them. Like her dad's side of her family is Bahamian. So yeah, it's in your family, but you're not familiar with them. You don't go around that side of your family. Like you ain't seen that side of your family since you was like four years old. So there's really no, you don't really have that much of a connection with it the way that you probably would if you had a, a relationship with them. So you need to heal that. You need to find out who you are. You need to do these, these things first. You need to figure out what type of divination you need to like, you need to do the work. And she didn't want to hear that. She wanted to start, jump straight into tarot. Um, she wanted to jump straight into candle magic, which candle magic is easy. Um, anybody can do kitchen stuff. Anybody can do that. Like Yeah, you can easily go get a dollar candle and, you know, dress dress it up and do whatever you want to do with it and and, and scry and all that stuff. It's easy to do, but it's not beneficial if you're not in that healing process because you're not going to understand things the way that you should, if that makes sense to y'all. So I was telling her these things. And she didn't care. She wanted to go ahead and get the tarot cards and she wanted to go start doing stuff or whatever. Okay, fine. You go ahead. I'm not going to tell you nothing else. You do what you want to do. And so she would see like different TikTok videos and she's seen people doing like she like she would see people doing love spells and uh and shit like that. And I told her, I said, you do not need to be doing no- nobody needs to be doing love spells, to be honest, really. Nobody needs to be doing love spells. There was a video on TikTok that came out around the time. And it was a girl, um, I think her name, I think her name is Auntie Pookie or Auntie Poo Poo or something on TikTok. And she was telling a story about how her friends went to, a, um, they went to a witch basically and got a love spell done on them. And it got down to the point where they about killed each other and one of them is in prison now because of some shit that happened with a love spell. I'm like, that's the type of stuff that happens. Like, you can't do that. You should not be fucking with anybody's free will. God doesn't mess with free will. So why would you really think about it? Think about it that way. You're messing with somebody's free will. And when you're doing love spells, it can be dangerous because it can get to the point where they'll kill you and kill themselves. Or it will get to the point where y'all go crazy. Y'all will literally lose your fucking mind doing stupid stuff when you don't know what the fuck you're doing. If you're going to do a love spell, do it on yourself for you to love yourself enough for you to be confident and go find love. That's what you do a love spell for. That's what you do glamour for, for yourself and on yourself. So anyways, moving forward. So. I was telling her all this stuff. And yeah, we was having conversations about it. But I didn't think that she was going to take this information that she had learned about things and try to do it on me, which was stupid. That was the dumbest shit that you ever could have did, was try to turn around and do it on me. I'm I'm the one telling you the shit. Like, what? That reminds me of when people be like, On the movies and shit when they be like, I taught you everything you know, but I didn't teach you everything I know. Like, girl, what the fuck do you think you're doing? So it got to a point where we wasn't having sex because she was doing very sneaky stuff and I didn't like it. And I had, you know, we had still been having a conversation about spiritual stuff and we was doing like, and I was showing her like the little money spells you can do and, like um you know blessing your house and you know putting the salt at the door and on the windows and all these different hoodoo things and these are the small things that I had learned and I had started with and so she start getting upset mind y'all sorry sorry I'm losing my train of thought but um she start getting upset that we wasn't having sex and I'm like well I'm not emotionally safe with you right now because there's a lot of stuff going on that you're not telling me the truth about and I think in this in a relationship I have to feel safe. I have to feel like you love me. I have to feel like you care about me. You care about my feelings, you care about my heart so that I can get to that point with you. So that I can get wet for you, so that I can start to you know, I can I can feel I can feel sensual with you. You know, it's 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 more of a mental thing now with me now that I get older. It's a mental thing. And it started getting so bad, y'all, to the point where I didn't even want her to touch me. Like if, excuse me, if we was hanging out together or we was sitting next to each other or something, and she would like reach over and touch me, like I just, my body would get disgusted because you ain't no good for me. And I know that, my spirit know that, and every everybody and everything around me was signaling for me to break up with her, but I just wouldn't do it because I felt like I needed to be there for her because she had so much trauma and she was in, she her, her parents are narcissistic and her family, it's, it's triangulation in her family and it's just so much and I made it my responsibility to stay. But, um, you know, we... Wasn't having sex and she would get mad and she would say shit like, well, if I want, I want some pussy, like if I want some pussy, I shouldn't have to keep saying it. Like, why do I keep having to beg you? And you know, I, I, I shouldn't have to repeat myself. Like if I want to fuck, then I want to fuck. And that was already rubbing me the wrong way anyways. And I'm like, you think that's how you going to get it by talking to me like that. And by trying to like rip my clothes off and stuff like, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? So we got into it about that. And one time we went out, we went to the bars one night and we ended up getting drunk and shit. And we ended up fucking that night, but she started trying to do the sex magic. And she's like, you know, when you about to come, I want you to say you belong to me and tell me you ain't gonna never leave me and tell me that this pussy is mine and you ain't going nowhere. And and I'm just like, Hell no. Nah. And I'm thinking to myself, like, hell no. Why would I lie? You know, like, bitch, no, I'm not finna say that shit, bitch, because it's not true. Like, girl, I don't belong to you. So why would I say that? Why would I say that? And and as much shit as you done did in this relationship, and as much bullshit as you done put me through, and you think I must even think about saying some shit like that? No. You better, look, bitch, you better be glad we fucking now. You better be glad you even getting some pussy right, some pussy right now. Like, what? So, and I'm like, no, but other times after that, when we started back doing it, she would try to do that. And she would like say things that were, it was almost like things that she knew would hurt me. And, and. My best friend laughs when I say that, but I believe that people that are narcissistic are demons. I believe that somebody who has narcissistic tendencies or they are a narcissist, I believe that they are a demon because that is that is something that that's deep inside of you, and they know how to say things that can hurt you to the core like. They know what to say to make you, like, to fuck with you. And she would say certain things. Like, I remember I had got mad one time of us getting into it. And I'm sorry, y'all. I know it's choppy and all over the place. But we had got into it one time, and she was like, what's wrong with you? Because I wasn't talking. I wasn't talking. I didn't say nothing. I would just, I would get out the car. I wouldn't say nothing. Or I would walk past her. I wouldn't say anything. I would just mind my business and she like what's wrong with you you found yourself you found yourself cuz that's what y'all bitches be saying you found yourself and i'm like girl what is your problem like it got to i could it, it did it got to a point where i could not let her get to me like she would just say things to try to hurt me say things to try to get to me and try to get get under my skin like i had to ignore it and i had to not let that happen like she would lay down in the bed, y'all, I shit y'all not. She would lay down in the bed and I guess she will be asleep or she would act like she's sleep, and she would just be talking to herself. She will be talking and be like, don't think about leaving because you're not leaving me. You're not leaving because where are you going? Where are you going? And <clears throat> one day she even said it out loud to me. Like, in a conversation, she was like, you, where are you going? Like, and I did, it didn't click in my head what she meant at the time, but she meant where was I going? Because she knew I didn't, I wasn't going home to my family because I wasn't in contact with my family at the time. So she knew I wasn't going home to them and I didn't have nowhere else to go when I was staying with her. So she was like, you not leaving me because where is you going? And I was just like, oh, like, it's cute, like, oh, yeah, babe, like, you know, where am I going? But no, she was like, where, like, literally, where are you going? And everything started clicking once the craziness was happening. Everything started to to rush in and make sense. I'm like, this bitch is real life crazy, like, she really is insane. And I'm going to have to escape, like, what the fuck? And so she'll say that type of weird shit. Um, she would do other weird things like we'll be on the phone or we'll be on FaceTime. And I used to always hate it, hate it, hate it. When she would get another call and she would mute the phone and answer the call, like on her iPad or on her other phone. And she would be on the phone and she would just mute, mute the phone and talk to them. I'm like, why do you have to do that? Why do you have to mute the phone if you're not being sneaky, you know? And she would like, One time, she would pretend like she mute the phone, and she would say, like, good things about me as if the phone was muted, but it really wasn't. And I'm like, girl, do you think I'm fucking stupid? Like, I know you done dealt with dumbass bitches before, but I'm not stupid. Like, she'll mute the phone and be like, oh, yeah you know, cause she'll be on the phone with her best friend and she'll mute the phone and she'll be like, yeah, Nia, like I really love her. And I really think she's the one, you know, she's amazing and this and that. And I'm like, girl, you're crazy for real. Like, why are you doing all this? Like, why are you doing all this? And narcissists do that type of stuff to make you think you insane. But anyways, so she did the sex magic stuff. And she would, every time I'm about to come, she'd be like, say it when you about to come. Say it when you about to come. I want you to tell me this you tell me that. And so after that, I really didn't want to keep having sex. I really didn't. So there would be times we'll get fucked up and we were so comfortable with each other in a relationship that we'll end up having sex. And I remember one time I had got in the shower. I was on my period. She came in the shower and she ate me out okay she ate me out I was on my period y'all and I mean like heavy I do not have a light flow at all like I was in the middle of being on my period and she ate me out and like my blood was on her face and like in her mouth and stuff and she was just she was just doing it y'all and I don't even know I was in shock more than I was scared But I was just like, what the fuck? Because I've never had nobody do that before. And it just, it, it, it shocked me. And so after that, I was like, she really is trying to do this. Like, she's trying to keep me here. We ended up getting into it because I saw her texting her ex, who she had been out of a relationship with, our entire relationship. We had been together for a year and a half at this point. And she had been out of a relationship, but all the emojis was the same. And every time she was around me, her phone would be on D&D. So I knew some sneaky ass shit was happening. I got mad and I told her that I didn't want to fuck with her no more. And she needs to leave me alone. Y'all, she got the in me. When she left my house that night, she called my phone and told me to come outside. I said, no, I'm done talking to you. I'm done fucking with you. She called my phone over 200 times that night. Y'all, she called my phone so many times. Like I had to sit my phone down and my iPad was ringing at the same time too. So I had to sit them down. I couldn't do nothing. I had to watch TV because my phone was just going off, going off, going off. And you would say like, okay, block her, block her. But it's like, we literally just broke up. Like I'm not going to block you. Because I still care about you as a person, but it's like, damn, what the fuck? And she just steady calling me, steady calling me, texting me. Am I blocked? Did you block me? Did you block me? Am I blocked? Da, da, da. Like, girl, your number your number wouldn't even go through. Yo, your, your calls wouldn't even go through if you was blocked, girl. So, please. Oh, am I blocked? Really? So, now it's tit for tat. So, now it's this and that. Da, 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 da. And she just calling my name, calling my name, texting my phone. Like, calling my name over text. Like, Jay, 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 Jay. And I'm like, oh, my God, this bitch is crazy. And mind y'all, this happened a day before christmas this was this was yeah the day before Christmas, so on Christmas day, she comes to my apartments. she comes to my apartments and she knock on the door. Mind you, I had two roommates in Miami, okay that's a whole nother fucking story in itself, but I had two other roommates, and I told. My friend, she come out from next door. She said, what's going on? What's going on? I said, don't you open that door. I said, don't open that door. That is my ex. Do not let her in here. Don't open the door. Now, mind you, my other roommate, she's a Haitian girl. Crazy as hell. Okay. All Haitians not crazy. If anybody on here Haitian, I don't, I'm sorry. It's, 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 it's no hate to y'all, but this one particular was crazy as hell. So she come out and she's like, what is going on? And and so I'm like, don't open the door. She's like, well, I'm going to call security because I don't know who is at my door. And and I'm like, okay, girl. Okay, whatever. So she calls security. So security and the police come upstairs. And they're like, what's going on? What's going on? And she tells my girlfriend or her ex-girlfriend tells security that she works from home she works from home and she left her laptop and all of her equipment at my apartment. And I'm not allowing her to come in the apartment because she and I are, are in whatever we're, I guess, I don't know. I guess you could call it a domestic, but it really wasn't because nobody put their hands on anybody. I don't fucking know, but she told them that I wouldn't let her in and I wouldn't let her get her stuff. And I'm like, what? Why are you fucking lying? And like I said, a narcissist. Because why are you fucking lying? You know, you know and I know that I do not have none of your stuff. Like, what the fuck? And so my friend is looking at me and she's like, do you have her stuff? And I'm like, bitch, no. Like, you know I don't have her stuff in here. Like, I told you that this bitch is crazy. I told you. I don't have her stuff. And, And when you're dealing with somebody that's crazy like this, They know how to control the audience. They know how to control everybody else's perception of what is going on. So it really pissed me the fuck off that everybody believed her. So I'm like, no, I don't have her stuff. So the girl, the Haitian girl that was staying there, she ends up going the fuck off. And she's like, if you have her fucking stuff, you need to give it to her and give her, her stuff and stop at her. And she's just hollering and screaming, y'all, hollering and screaming and jumping up and down and just doing the most. Y'all, she carried on so motherfucking bad that the police said, we're not going to stay. We're actually going to go and we're going to let y'all handle this at another time. Because obviously right now tensions are high and now it's just not a good time. So thank God, but they ended up leaving and she they escorted her out, out the apartment and out the building and everything too. So I'm like, okay, good, 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 because I don't have time to be going back and forth with her. But she took her phone and what's crazy is the craziest part about this is that she worked for a company that installs digital products. They install TVs, they install, um, those jumbotrons, like at stadiums and stuff. And they put up walls and like, they can put the TV inside the wall and everything like that. So she's cut on the Bluetooth on her phone and played music on my TV through the walls Y'all, when I tell y'all this bitch is psychotic, like I literally looked at the TV and it started playing music and I just, it was like a scary movie. I just cut it off. I just cut it off I was like, I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to see nothing. Like, why are you tapping into my technology? Please make it stop. So I was exhausted. And so I was like, I need to go to my family. Like I need to go to my family. So I ended up booking a flight and I went home for New Year's. I booked a flight. I stayed at home for probably about close to two weeks. While I was there, I went home. I hung out with my little sister. I hung out with my family. I seen my best friend. Like, I had to get my mind right. I had to get myself together. And she had her best friend texting me and calling me like, oh, what's going on? Like, what's going on with you? And this and that. And y'all um, need to figure this out. And y'all need to work, work on it. And blah, blah. I'm like, girl, you don't know the stuff that she's done." You don't know the shit that she's trying to do to me. Like she's trying to keep me away from my family and everything. She, and um, I told her, I was like, I'm going home to visit my family for the holidays. And she was like, When is when was you gonna tell me that you was leaving? And when was you gonna talk to me about it? And you need to let me know. If y'all don't have to let you know shit, like I just, it was uh, it was so insane, y'all. When I tell you. I had, and, and mind you, none of the stuff that she was doing worked. Like, she made herself crazy. She made herself crazy about me. She made herself, like, by you doing the stuff that you was doing, it made you crazy for me. So you was obsessed with me, chasing after me. I was not affected by anything that she was doing. Nothing whatever type of spells she was trying to put on me, whatever type of whatever, it never affected me. Number 1 because I move with I move with purity, I move with pure intentions, I move with integrity. I do not move in a low vibration. So it wasn't going to affect me anyways. The only way that that type of stuff can affect you is if you're moving in a low vibration and if you're a shitty fucked up type of person and and it'll allow that type of stuff to attach to you but if you vibrate high it can't touch you it, cuz it doesn't it doesn't exist up there it exists in the low vibration so if you're not there how how the fuck is it going to get you it can't so i'm like bitch what you're doing is not going to it's not going to affect me so i'm down here like if i'm down here in the low with you and i'm down here like doing shit with you and being toxic with you and, you know, eating like trash and like just doing shit that I know I shouldn't be fucking doing, then yeah, maybe it would have worked. You know, maybe that shit would have worked, but it never touched me. It never bothered me. And I got out of it and I had to thank God every day. And I I had to pray. I had to ask God what my next move was going to be i had to and every single day it was leave her leave her leave like the 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 answer never changed and i had to get signs and i was I kept asking for signs like do i need to break up do i need to leave do i need to move i'm not gonna have nothing if i move i'm not gonna have anything but my clothes like what do i need to do what do i need to do and that's exactly what i did I, all I had was too bad. I had a backpack and a duffel bag full of clothes. That's all I had to get away from this bitch. Y'all be careful out here. Cause I'm telling you, I'm telling you y'all think that people not doing it. Yes, they are. Y'all get these tarot readers and they be like, there's spell work involved. Don't think that it's the truth. I'm telling you, don't think that they lying. It's the truth. It's the truth. If they say spell work is involved, believe it. People are out here doing shocking shit. It's spiritual warfare out here. And, and people be saying that. People be saying that like it's a joke. And it's so, it, the term is so overused now, but it's so true. Like it is the 100% truth. Watch your fucking back because you never know what somebody is doing. You never know. They could be paying somebody to do spills on you. They could be fucking doing it themselves. When y'all have sex, they could be using your orgasm to make things happen for them or to keep you tied to them. Like they could be putting their semen or their blood in your food or whatever. You never know what somebody is fucking doing. So watch your back. Stay protected. Get you get you some crystals, light you some white candles every night before you go to bed. Like put some salt. Look, put some salt around your bed, some salt in front of your door and and on your windowsills and all that. Do everything that you need to do, because it's crazy out here and people really be having plans for you that you don't even know. So, yeah, this was all over the place. This was a very long episode, but I appreciate y'all for listening. And as always, I will catch you in the very next one.